Welcome to the Self-Care Society podcast with your hosts, Celia Williamson, Ashley Kucher, Louis Guardiola, and Carrie Shaw, a podcast devoted to those whose job it is to help others get or remain mentally, physically, and emotionally healthy, but who also need to take care of themselves. How we're going to do this? By first showing you the filtered, pretty version of success, and then the real struggles, real work, and raw grit it took to get there, how they took care of themselves and also achieved their goals while doing it. Together, we will work with you to improve and maintain your internal health and growth while helping you achieve your external goals and your next professional achievement in life. And we're excited to show you how to follow your own individual and unique path and achieve the dreams you have while taking good care of yourself. So let's get started. I'm Dr. Celia Williamson talking to you this week, and I am going back to still talk about trauma. I am going to talk about this in a series of episodes. And so um, I just want to start with Sharon's story. Sharon says, I had no words for understanding or addressing that feeling of overall trauma. So I had to invent some. I created an outer self, one that everyone would see, but it wouldn't be me. It would be the one that looks invincible and that can handle anything. I talk and smile and act like I'm a part of something or even a part of anything, but it wouldn't be me. The real me would be sitting back, way back inside myself, watching the others. I would be praising myself on how much of a good actor I am. At the same time, I hate myself. No one can tell that I'm I'm not really here. I hate that I'm not real. I'm so ashamed that I'm hurt. And I'm hurt that I'm so ashamed. I'm mad that I can't come forward. I'm sad that I can't be real and show people my pain. No, it's better to sit back. It's safer to stay here. I watch everyone and they seem normal. They seem to actually be presenting their real selves. But not me. My real self is wounded, scared, hurt, and in pain. If I showed my real self, they would run in horror. They would be ashamed for me and worse, They would be ashamed of me. It's better to hide. They don't know that sometimes I'm even outside my body watching me react with others. None of what I talk about is real. None of what I say I feel is real. It's all an act. I wish I could be real. That's what some of us feel when we have suffered trauma that is unresolved unhealed. We go through life surviving. We go through life faking it. Surviving the past, what we've been through, should be held in high esteem and immensely celebrated. However, living a life as a survivor of trauma doesn't suggest that all of the healing needed after surviving a traumatic experience has been done. When asked, How are you? And someone answers, I survive, or I'm surviving. 
doesn't suggest that we are truly living the life that we want to live. Being a victim, survivor, or thriver are action words. Just as victim shouldn't remain your identity, neither should survivor. If every day you operate as a victim, then you're being taken advantage of and not attending to your own true needs. You see yourself as a victim and you act accordingly. If you are a victim, then almost everyone is a perpetrator taking advantage of you at every turn. Well, surviving is also an action word, indicating that you remain in survival mode with a survivor's mentality. Just like no one likes to be called victim, no one should identify as survivor. Survivor is but a rest stop on the highway heading somewhere else. Your destination is thriverhood and all that it entails. No one is coming to save you except you. It's a harsh and sad reality, but it's true. Some people may make you feel like they're going to save you, but the truth is only you can save you. Others may have compassion for you. A good case manager or advocate or therapist may support you by helping you link up with services that you need. Even your therapist may help you sort through some of your internal issues. A good lawyer may help you win cases for the crimes committed against you. A compassionate, intimate partner may help you along your journey. However, even they can only help so much. Only you can commit to changing your life, living the life you want, and being the person you want to be. And only you can feel better about you as you go into your future. Only you can commit to stop self-medicating with drugs. Only you can come out of denial and see your life for what it really is. Only you can choose friendships and relationships that are healthy. Only you can create the future you want. And only you can change your life in ways that make you feel better and be better in the long term. No one else can do that. The few people who support you right now need you to get that. If you get that, you'll be ready to take what we call the survivor's journey. If you don't get that simple yet powerful reality, you'll forever feel bitter, angry, uneasy, confused, apathetic, and mad at the system and at your life, and you'll forever blame others for the lack of change that's in you. That decision is up to you. Even though you may no longer be connected to your exploiter or perpetrator or anyone that abused you, until you do your internal work, you will remain a victim or a prisoner of war, so to speak. You may be physically free, but you will still be trapped in the emotional chains of your experience. The survivor's journey is a love-based journey to help you face critical truths in your life. As you know, and if you don't know, we talk about our weekly survivor's journey groups that provide you with the tools 
and support you need to transform your life and live the life you truly want to live. Whether or not society recognizes and validates your victimization, your vulnerability and trauma, you carry the internal wounds and scars inside. You indeed survived your experience, but brought out of your war with you a personal wreckage, that of which no one might see but you. In some cases, there were others that validated your experience and attempted to help you process it and heal. There are others that didn't recognize or validate your traumatic experience and may have even stigmatized or blamed you, not taking your vulnerability or victimization into consideration. Perhaps you haven't even realized that what you may have gone through in your life was traumatizing and damaging to you. Perhaps you hid your internal pain and pretended that you were all right. You want the strong person that can survive anything? Oh, maybe you'll put on the face and act like the person everybody wants to see. You want to see the hero? You want to see the badass? You want to see the image of a well-put-together, strong person that survived it all? Here I am. But your true recovery involves moving along the victim to survivor and ultimately to the thriver continuum. So let me provide you with the definitions. A victim is a person who experienced trauma, be it destructive or or injury, acute, chronic, emotional, mental, or physical victimization that came from real or perceived threats or actions. The victim may continue to be involved in their traumatic experience, or they may no longer be involved. The victim continues to suffer trauma manifested in some or all of the following ways. Continued dysfunctional professional or personal relationships, living in or experiencing reoccurring crises, continued necessity for basic needs, lack of adequate attention to their health, an unwilling or inability to engage in reflection or insight into their life and situation, a lack of meaningful movement toward recovery or change, significant deficits in positive and pro-social informal, those are friends, families, neighbors, coworkers, and formal support systems, which are agencies and therapists and case managers. So you can no longer be a victim of child abuse. Maybe you've grown up a a victim of domestic violence anymore, uh, intimate partner violence, uh, sexual assault, but still very much have a victim mentality. Now, the definition of a survivor, that's a person who also suffered trauma from destructive or injurious, acute, chronic emotional, mental, or physical victimization that came from real or perceived threats or actions, and because of these circumstances, suffers distress. They are actively involved in recovery services, however, but they're fragile and may be re-traumatized or re-injured emotionally. 
A survivor may shift in and out of victimization and victim survivor status as they may return to their abusive or exploitive situations or continue to be impacted by the abuse, the violence, or the exploitation. Survivors may be involved in some or all of the following. Some relationships in their lives are dysfunctional and some are positive. Survivors recognize their circumstances and issues, and they are actively working on them. They experience periodic crisis. Basic needs may occasionally be needed. Acute conditions are resolved immediately, and chronic conditions are addressed under the care of a professional. Perhaps they're in counseling or or they're going to their primary care physician. There's meaningful reflection and insight by a survivor about their life and their situation, and there's meaningful movement toward recovery. There's some positive and pro-social, informal, and formal support groups and systems in their lives. Now, a thriver is a person who has suffered trauma, again, from a destructive or injury that's acute, chronic, emotional, mental, and physical victimization that's derived from real or perceived threats or actions. But a thriver no longer suffers or minimally suffers from the trauma related to their violence, abuse, or exploitation that they suffered. They may or may no longer be involved in recovery services. However, they continue to work to maintain emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical health. Thrivers feel empowered to make healthy decisions about their lives and the people involved in their lives. They actively pursue and are engaged in positive and pro-social informal and formal support systems. They work toward goals and they have attainable objectives to reach them. Most meaningful relationships in their lives are positive. Thrivers consciously monitor their emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and they attend to it. Thrivers live their lives intentionally and purposefully because they choose to. They experience periodic crises like we all do, but can recover using the resources that they have and the knowledge they have and the tools they have. Thrivers engage in meaningful reflection and insight into their lives and situations, and they make plans to maintain and enhance those positive aspects. Recovery is something a thriver holds dear, invests time in, and places importance on. Thrivers empathetically reach out to others in need because they can do it without easily being rewounded or re-triggered. Finally, thrivers understand boundaries and balance, and they work to achieve both. So it's time to stop pretending. It's time to do the work to live the life you want to live. It's time to take control back and focus on healing. The survivor's journey is best suited for those that have experienced domestic violence, commercial sexual exploitation, child abuse or neglect, sexual assault, emotional or physical violence, and control through even gang affiliation or any form of violence that has negatively impacted your life. 
Thank you for listening to a little bit of the survivor's journey and the path to healing. That concludes this week's episode. And remember, it's not selfish, it's self-care.